This is the the main uh, Room Prime podcast. Uh, but holy crap! Like it's been a crazy couple of weeks, and it has to do with the coronavirus. And I, now that things have developed, I figured let me talk about this a little bit more. Because so much information has been pouring out, just as well as misinformation, and I'm again to that. But, wow. But, we gotta do the shameless plugs. Uh, regardless, everything's going on. Gotta do it. Definitely gotta do it. So, yeah. Thank you. Also, thank you. I gotta give the thanks. Gotta, it ain't Thanksgiving, but I'm always giving thanks. Thank you for listening. Thank you for, you know, tuning in. You could be on your way to work. Well, by the time this is out, most of us will be either going to work, you know, for those who have to, who have to go out and work. Uh, but New York City, where I'm from, where Room Prime is from, is under lockdown. Uh, in in the sense that schools are closed, a lot of um, social gatherings with more than five hundred people are you know canceled at least for two weeks. So you know, listen to this, and especially now with everything that's going on, podcasters are going to be uh, the go-to. I listen to so many. And I'm still behind. I'm still so behind on many of the podcasts that I've um, subscribed to and listened to on a daily. But, you know, we're here. And But shout outs to the listeners because, again, without y'all, I just be a person talking to myself. Uh, but, hey, when you really think about it, everyone talks to themselves. It's just that up. Uh, as a podcaster, you do it, and it's okay because you know you're talking to an audience that that's there but not there at the same time. Anyways, shouts to the audience. I want to give a shout outs to 
the roundtable crew, Ron himself, Agent Neal. Uh, the reason, they're kind of the reason why I wanted, like, as had, I had a, a, a huge rant. And we all, we all got on Skype and uh, discussed our feelings on this. You know, all the hysteria, all of the the, the craziness. And because so many times the social, you know, uh, excuse me, um, the mainstream media, uh, a lot of news outlets, they follow the same narrative. Every time there's an event, a big event, every time there's a pandemic, every time there's a, a, a health scare, you know, they cried wolf. So now when something could potentially be dangerous or, or deadly or, or contagious, a lot of people are just very nonchalant. So, I, you know, I was discussing this and, and many other topics with them because I'm just, like, I just had a lot to say. And I'm still going to bring those things up uh, before we, you know, after I give out my shameless pucks. So, shout outs to, to them. You know, it's good to bounce out, bounce off ideas. Because as you know, doing the solo, it ain't easy. So it's good to bounce off ideas and, and get a different perspective. And also being outside and, and talking to, uh, you know, many coworkers about this and their feelings. And, you know, some people are practicing, you know, social distancing. Uh, and there's others who really don't care like they just say like if we die we die and I had something to say about that but shameless plugs I'm going all over the place so shout outs to Ron himself Agent Neil uh, the OG Roundtable um, shout outs to the FMB crew Film Boys podcast shout outs to them uh, definitely shout outs to, to Floyd we had a you know, we definitely got to have a, you know, continue the conversation that we had, but it was good seeing him. It's been, damn, it's been, I felt like it's been years, but it's probably been like one and change, but it's been a while. Uh, you know, we were, you know, fellow coworkers and, you know, cool dude, got to be on your podcast. We got to, you know, do some collaboration and trust me. It's not just wrestling. Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes they, they do get twisted, but it's okay because in the beginning I was more wrestling oriented, but I didn't want to really go in the that route where I was talking about everything else. But but I figured with wrestling being so like I, I just been so drained. Like I still watch, I still keep up with it, but talking about it when there's not much of a change, I just said, screw it. I'm just going to uh, do my thing. And, hey, if there's any wrestling podcasters or, or podcasts that uh, want me to be on their show, which I've been on uh, one, shout-outs, another shout-out to Drew Yari, uh, I'll be on there, and I just talk wrestling on there. But, yeah, shout-outs to FMB crew. Uh, definitely got a collab. Also, shout-outs to uh, the... Drew Yari from the Drew Yari show. I've been on his show three times. You know, make that a that's a three peat right there. So we'll 
definitely get together and, and, and I'll be on his podcast. He, he hasn't been on mine yet, but, you know, working on that. Uh, shout outs to the HSC crew, you know, uh, Super Free, Cosmic Kaiser, Heracles, and uh, Silly Uni. Love those guys. You know, they're doing their thing with, you know, Twitch on Twitch streaming. You know, uh, it's really fun, very entertaining watching them. So uh, I put all their links. I put everyone's links in, in, in the, the show notes. So let's get into this. So my rant uh, last night, the you know, the reason why I had, you know, had this rant about the whole coronavirus thing is because, yes, uh, there are people who are downplaying it. Yes, I was one of them. But for good reason, and it's not all this, you know, conspiracy, you, you know, with also regarding Kobe Bryant, there was a lot of people putting out conspiracy theories out there, you know, immediately. But I was like, wait a minute, we can't go down that route because it's too soon. Like, yeah, it may sound cute. It, may, it might make sense to you, but. It's just too early. And then with this case, especially with everything that's going on, there's just so much conflicting information. There's not a lot of, uh, you know, facts, you know, concrete facts. And also with, again, the mainstream media's track record when it comes to, uh, you know, crying wolf. And when we come to find out that there wasn't really much to panic over. And again, the old adage goes, when they tell you to panic, that's when you shouldn't panic. You know, oh, the sky is falling, oh, you know, chicken little, uh, blah, and everything is fine. But the moment that the mainstream media doesn't cover certain news, and, and for reason, you know, obviously, doesn't fit their agenda they they don't want to they don't want to have light shine on what's going on in the particular parts of the world um have a, a media blackout so we don't know what's going on so when they're not covering things when they're not uh giving the full story on certain issues and, and, and things like that that's when you should panic that's when you should be like hmm kind of concerning right there kind of it's it's, it's kind of like yeah like if they're not talking about this and it seems like a big issue or it is a big issue and they're not bringing any alarm to it then we should be concerned as usually that's how it's been for you know since forever and now when something's actually real when something is actually, uh, you know, when something's actually the matter, because we as a society, especially in the Western world, we have become so jaded all these times. Uh, mainstream media, our, our government, you know, the press, they just go on. They just go on and on about how this is terrible and, and you know, and 
especially in places like China, like China, they have a respect for authority versus in the West, we rebel and hey, it's good to rebel. Like it's, it's, it's good not to just follow along. You know, and I'm I'm all for that. I'm all for, you know, being your own person. But there is there is a time when being part of a collective does help. But with how everything is now, um, everyone just everyone just follows each other blindly, and that's why you have idiots buying a bunch of toilet paper. Because they they heard from someone that shared a post on Facebook or shared a post on social media or got told by someone's sisters, uncles, mothers, brothers, sisters, cousin, uh, next door neighbors, friend that the coronavirus causes diarrhea. And hey, just maybe it's just all the things that you've been eating, all the poor uh poor decisions when it comes to, you know, your diet. That's why you're, you know, you're shitting so much. So this is a lot of hysteria. And, you know, where I work at, the warehouse I work at, immediately when toilet paper was stocked, it was gone out of, uh, out of inventory. You know, so when you put things in inventory and when a shopper, when a customer goes and order online, then it's taken out. So it becomes something that's pickable to something that's unpickable. So immediately, things are selling out. People are buying uh, water uh, by the caseload so much now that they're restricting in, in a lot of places uh, two per customer. And toilet paper toilet paper like if any anyone should invest in something is these you know companies that manufacture toilet paper you know i'm a, a scott man myself like you know that that has uh kept you know my ass uh fresh and clean so if you want to use if you want to use the right toilet paper i'll go for scott but anyways that doesn't mean I'm going to buy a whole pallet full. That's ridiculous. I'll buy maybe like like two packs, like big packs, but that's it. I'm not going to, like, if you're buying all that toilet paper, that means you have a colossal, and I mean colossal, you know, uh, shit in your colon, and you got to watch what you eat, but, you know. It's just it's just crazy how with all this panic buying that's going on, I'm just like, wow, like all this damn panic buying that's going on. People are buying uh, hand sanitizer, toilet paper, uh, Lysol spray, Lysol wipes. And I'm just here like, wow, like this is part of the rant trying to, you know jog my brain because remember it's two right now it's two seventeen in the morning on three sixteen day two thousand twenty so this is part of my rant 
and I'm gonna get into some articles. I'm gonna get into the the numbers and all that. Yeah, this is gonna be it's gonna be pretty short. It's not gonna be a two hour because you know it gots to go to bed. It gots to be up, you know, for work in a couple of hours. But I gots to be on the podcast because it's just something been itching, especially with everything that's going on. Uh, not that itch. You know, it's talking about hygiene. There's a lot of people that got that itch, but they wonder, oh, how come I got that itch? It's because, you know, when, you, when you're itchy, it's because you haven't taken a shower for a long time, or maybe it's because you could be alerted to something, or just something doesn't, you know, you have a strange feeling and you get itchy, feel itchy. But with hygiene, oh boy. There are people who now all of a sudden, and listen, I understand because this is something that that we have never dealt with before. This is something totally new, something uh, that's basically we're on uncharted waters here. So I understand, and you got to take the best, you know, the best precautions that you feel that will make you feel safe, and I, I get that. I totally do. I'm not here to make fun. I'm not here. even though the memes are funny, but I'm not I'm here to make fun. And I see people now like it's getting more and more common. It's still uncommon, but it's it's getting there. You know, on the bus, on the trains, like you have employees uh, of the MTA wearing gloves now. Um, some I seen wear face masks. Uh, a lot of commuters wear face masks. Uh, some wear gloves and face masks. Some wear at you know one or the other. But it's becoming more commonplace, and, and it makes you feel safe and and protected. I'm all for that, but I'm just like, where was all this before? Like, this is the thing when it comes to the Western world that it's all fun and games. Basically, it's all fun and games until it happens to you, until what's going on in one part of the world eventually reaches here. And there's all this concern about health. And there's a lot of people who, who are preaching right now about, oh, we got to, like, don't don't make fun. Like, don't make memes about the coronavirus. Oh, you, you're triggering me. And it's like, well... Comedy is subjective. So if something that makes other people laugh doesn't make you laugh, then don't ruin the fun. Like if if it's not in your taste, it's not to your liking, then ignore it. You know? Or do do your best to just avoid it. Because if you just wah, 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 like, you know, like a little child when there are bigger things going on in the world, when there are bigger, bigger fish to fry. But people are out here complaining about memes. And it's like, and especially in these times, we need to have, you know, we need to have a little bit of uh, uh, levity. We need to have a little bit more of, uh, to ease the tension a little bit. We need to have that, that comedy you know the the 
shit posting things like that. But going back, like the hygiene, where was all this before? Where was all this this talk about being clean and healthy? I see people on the train, on the bus, you know, digging in, in their nose, uh, having snot hang on, uh, hang down, you know, out of their nose, uh, uh, you know, adjusting themselves, you know, scratching their armpits and holding on to their hand rolling, uh, put their Metro card or their credit card on in their mouth, uh, things like that, not washing their hands after they're, they're done using the bathroom, you know, or don't flush the toilet. Like There's a lot of bad habits that, that we have, and some of the courses have it, but there's a reason why there's good habits and bad habits. But where was all this? I'm just I'm just seeing because I observe I'm I'm a quiet person that you wouldn't know that because you're not going to talk for for an hour straight without taking much of a break. And people at work, they will tell you I can work eight, ten hours without taking a break. It's it's that real. But where is all this? You know, where is all this good, you know, hygiene uh, you know, c- concerns. Where was all this from? Where where was all this beforehand? And it's the point that when it comes to being proactive, it doesn't exist. When it comes to you know us Americans, us in the Western world, it is it's it's astonishing. It's so astonishing that. Of course, oh, this coronavirus is in China. Uh, no big deal. Um, la di da da. And instead of, and especially when there's a hint or or a whiff or 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 an inkling of of you know uh, an outbreak, things should be done. You know, ahead of time, there should be uh, precautionary steps ahead of time, so that way, you know, uh, a contagion, an outbreak can be, you know, dealt with. Right, one gets quarantined, so it doesn't spread. And you know, China was like, "Oh, let's not do anything proactive." They did. But they suffered like the most deaths, and Italy is second place. It is, it's you know very alarming that you would assume that hey, like any moment that there's a threat to not only the pe- you know the people of said countries, uh, the economy, the way of life, infrastructure, we would immediately take action, we'll immediately take precautions, we'll immediately uh, have contingencies up. But of course, you would expect, and this is why in in my in my heart of hearts, like, there's just something fishy about this. It's not, oh, you're just one of those people. And I'm going to admit, I was one of the ones that said, oh, it's just the flu. And, and the reason why I said that is because 
It's just so... Not that it happened out of the blue, but it just, it fits so, it's well-timed. It's so timed. It's so well-placed. And that's why I'm just like, I'm just like, this is very fishy. And it's okay to, to question things. It's okay to look into things. I'm I'm all about that. And that's what I'm doing. And that doesn't mean, oh, I'm just going to go ass naked, uh, let people call for me and, and, and lick me and whatever, whatever the hell, and not wash my hands and just, you know, no. I'm still, regardless, even before this, always make sure I wash my hands, always make sure I, I practice good hygiene because I don't want to smile. I don't want to offend people. I don't want to have, you know, bad body odor. I don't want that. I don't want that for me. I don't want that people that I'm commuting with and being around with have to deal with that. I don't want that for no one and myself. But it just goes to show that it's okay to question. It's okay to have, you know, judgment and, and, and have concern because I am concerned and I'm we're going to get into that I do have concern but when the response for the majority of of these countries they reacted so late so late in the game and yes this is something unknown like I mentioned earlier this is uncharted territories uncharted waters course of course but regardless what it is you take the threat seriously so if other countries handle things nonchalantly or there's a lot of uh, unclear direction if there's no direction then the citizens of, of said countries are gonna react the same so we wait and we wait until things reach in our to our doorstep and after things get bad, that's when we react. That's when we buy all, all the hand sanitizer. And soon, oh, we have a couple of cases here in the U.S. We start buying toilet paper, start buying food. Like, I believe every American, you know, should have at least a couple of weeks worth of food, at least a month's worth of food. You know, have water. Not only just have, you know, toilet paper and water, but have food, especially uh, ambient type food, things that can last, you know, good, uh, have a shelf life between six months to a year. Uh, also, things like, uh, you know, radios, you know, portable radios that are app, uh, battery operated, flashlights, you know, extra batteries. Uh, they're not just for your remote control and your Xbox One controllers. They're for flashlights. They're the things that you turn on, big light comes out. Uh, radio, same thing. Uh, it's just so many ways you can pe- be prepared. You know, even have uh, at least two weeks, which that's how the lockdown in the major cities are being estimated to be uh 
to, you know, how long the, the lockdown was going to be two weeks. So, and they're starting, I have people I follow on Twitter that's saying that LA, like they're going to start shutting down LA too. Uh, New York, they shut down the schools uh, here in New York. So for the next two weeks or so, uh, and this is going to stink. This is going to stink a little, but I just wish that, you know, I just wish that we were more proactive. And in cases, I wish I was more proactive. But we're here in the now, and we have nothing but the future ahead. So we just got to plan from now before things get worse. And it's not to be alarmist. It's not to be uh, fear-mongering. It's not to be, oh, like, you're you're doom and gloom. Like, I hate it. It makes me feel type, some type of ways. Like, if... if this makes you feel some type of way to, to the point that you just want to cower. Like you, you are part of the problem and you're already lost. Like mentally you lost. This is for the people who actually give a damn. They actually give a crap and they want to be prepared and want to be informed and, you know, sprinkle a little, little humor, a little dry humor in there for you. But again, it is what it is, you know, and, we just have to wait and see. But and one other thing. There's a quote from Ram Manuel. He was in uh President Obama's uh pres- presidential cabinet. And he was uh I forgot which city he was mayor of mayor, governor, it was he had some high political office in some, you know, state in, in, in the United States. But he brought up an interesting quote, and I brought it up yesterday when I was talking to, you know, Ron himself and Agent Neil. And this is where I'm, I'm much concerned for. You know, yeah, the virus, like, I am worried about getting it. I'm worried about other people getting it, friends, family, etc. And especially for those who have compromised immune systems, I'm worried about uh, the fact that you can have the virus for you know a week or two and not know that you have it until symptoms start, start showing up. And it sucks. It really does. And we, we had this since December when China had this outbreak. You know, it uh, it was the there are many different types and, and forms of coronavirus. You know, animals, and then eventually transferred to a human. That's how a lot of these viruses are. So this is essentially this is how it got from a bat to a human being. And we don't know, we don't know who patient zero was, you know, that that's the the number one priority in a lot of this is to find, uh, patient zero and they didn't, they, China and the United States, they allowed people to fly, you know, out of China to, you know, to all the, you know, all the other countries in the world. And that's how it spread. 
and they even some reports that you know Iran was saying uh, hmm it seemed like we were attacked it seemed like th- this this outbreak seems you know intentional and hey never know like I always say like there's always one event that leads to the next and the next as ultimately leading to the big one and I don't necessarily think this is a big one, but this is something to be concerned of overall, regardless. Um, and what Rahm Emanuel said, and I quote, You never let a serious crisis go to waste. And what I mean by that is an opportunity to do things that you could not do before. He said this during a speech uh, early into Obama's uh, presidency when he was, I forgot which position he was in. Um, but it's just wild. Like, I heard this, and that, stu- that stood in my head. So every time there's some some event, there's some panic or scare, I always bring that up. I always, you know, that always comes up to mind because you had to understand when there's a crisis, there there's opportunity, and when there's opportunity, there's basically things that you couldn't do before. When people are paying attention, when people are hmm. What's going on there? So you you distract you you uh, you know hypothetically set a house on fire or you you know is a car crash and people just that is they're curious like oh man like look at look at that that's that's crazy that's insane and they pay attention to the car crash they pay attention to the wreckage they pay attention to the house on fire so while everyone is distracted by that. That's when the powers that be will go, hmm. Yeah, they, they're distracted. Like, we got them. So now we can implement uh, lockdowns of, of cities. And, of course, to contain the spread of, of this, you know, this outbreak. I understand. But this should have been done. Like, it didn't have to even get to this point. Immediately what you do is restrict air travel. And it's funny that Trump did that. And people were complaining, oh, like he's ruining, he's ruining the economy, this and that. If he would have, if he wouldn't have done it, that would have been bitching. The God is his fault. He's he he's letting uh, air travel proceed as normal. Uh, what is he doing? He's going to let the virus spread. But, no one was saying anything when China wasn't blocking people flying out of China. No one was saying anything. And one of the, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the the things that you can do, well, everyone is doing it because, you know, Trump is polarizing and, and people, you know, hate his guts. To basically uh, 
try to sabotage his presidency, blaming Trump for this. When the blame should go to China, the blame should go to Europe, and the blame should go to the United States. Because no one was proactive enough. It's like, oh, well, Ruben, you gotta understand, like, this is unknown. Like, there's so many factors. Like, oh, like, let's look at the numbers. We gotta look at the numbers. Let's see here. Go to the world map. I'm on time.com, and the name of the article, for those who wanna view it, Mapping the spread of the coronavirus outbreak around the U.S. and the world. And by the way, uh, be careful out there because there is uh, some hacker out there who this is this seems to be a thing that there are hackers out there um, putting a virus on websites with uh, coronavirus maps and information, which is scary. That means the person got it, or maybe the dude is just, or could be a her, never know, just wants to watch the world burn. And again, never let a good crisis go to waste, because it allows you to do things that you couldn't do before. There you go. And that's just a little itty bit example, but there's a reason why that quote still, it holds true to me after you know after so many years so let's see we will go actually let me read since the first case of uh covid 19 was identified in central uh, central china in december the illness has spread across the world leading to an outbreak that the world health organization has called a pandemic the maps and the charts below show the extent of the spread and will be updated daily with data gathered from dozens of sources by the John Hawkins University Center for System Science and Engineering. So that's a little excerpt to what is basically going to be the, the basis of of the article with, uh, with maps and charts and, and a lot of statistics. So let's get a little closer towards the mic here. Well, not too, no, not not that close. Um, so China total cases eighty one thousand and three cases, deaths three thousand and ooh, it's getting late. Uh, three thousand two hundred and three cases. Yep, it is uh, two forty a.m. on three sixteen day. Got to keep, got to remind myself of the time because uh, it is late. So China. It's uh, like they quarantined millions of people. So that's why when I saw that, I was like, this is serious. You know, this is very serious. But at the same time, just the response is pretty. The response is pretty uh, is alarming. The virus itself is, is it's something to be uh, 
worried about, but just the response is worse because what happens if this was something much more deadlier? And people are just like, oh, you know, government's wrong, we're all just... I guess people are fans or know about Resident Evil and they assume that all oh, like this... And there are actually people that thinking thinking that that this virus is going to turn people into zombies and all that stuff like me like personally I would like to be a tyrant I would like I like to become a uh a tyrant from you know the Resident Evil the the BOW uh Mr like I want to be the Mr X variant you know for those who are know about Resident Evil but anyways people out here thinking that immediately as soon as you breathe it in, you die. And you turn and it's going to be like The Walking Dead or Resident Evil. And it's like, come on now. You, you got to be smarter than that. Like, I love video games. They're fucking awesome. And, you know, speaking of video games, Resident Evil 3 remake is coming out next month. We got Doom Eternal coming out in a few days. So I'm really hyped. I love video games. Trust me. However, we gotta, you know, we gotta bring things down, bring things down to reality. We can't just go about just living in the fantasy world, rather as overblowing things or being nonchalant about things. Like there has to be a level of uh, concern, but at the same time, don't panic. You know. For those who who are panicking, it's because they never were challenged. They never faced adversity. So immediately, when there's a threat, they don't know how to handle it because they were never like they weren't formed out, out of dealing with the day to day grind. They never dealt with adversity. So a lot of those people crumble, and they easily they easily crumble because they never. They were never built tough, you know. So for those who are, are concerned, just be prepared. If you're not feeling well, stay your butt home. If you have to work from home, do it. If you have to go out, take precautions, be safe, but live your life. Simple. But again, common sense. We're in 2020. Common sense is still not common. That like you can be worried, you can be afraid, you can have concern, but you still gotta live your life. You cannot run around like a chicken with his head cut off because of this. You have people out here buying toilet paper, and I understand that it brings them comfort. All like always be there, but when shit hits the fan, you're gonna need a lot more than toilet paper and hand sanitizer and wipes because yeah you may be virus free yeah your ass will be will be clean but you know what about you know taking in you know nutrients what about uh having fuel for your body you know what about that but getting a little sidetracked here so yeah china just the way things were handled it's uh insane immediately when people started you know uh contracting this block all flights 
you know, block all flights, you know, suspend all, all air travel uh, from to and from China. And there you go. At worst, like a lot, it'll be a lot of people infected, a lot of people um, dying, but at least it'll be contained there. But again, it's all fun and games until it reaches the front of your doorstep, and that's what happened in this case. So they didn't uh, restrict air travel. People from China, you know, people that flew into China flew, you know, out of China to the United States to, you know, the EU, the European countries, so on and so forth. And that's how, ladies and gentlemen, how you cause a pandemic is when you don't contain the the hot zone immediately is let things run as normal. Uh, there were people that flew, you know, to Italy, you know, they flew to Italy and they, they flew back to, you know, to the EU. They flew back to the United States and guess what? No screenings, no thermal imaging to, to check body temperature. No one, was taking temperatures, nothing. And again, you wonder why Italy has 24,747 cases, total cases, and out of those, 1,809 deaths. You wonder why. And it's insane. And then we got to go to another country. We got to go to Iran. Iran has 13,900. Oh, it was late. And 38 total cases and 724 deaths. So when you have, when you don't restrict air travel, when you don't close your borders, when you don't, those steps, when those steps aren't taken, that's what's going to happen. And then you have a lot of these um, governments and uh, mainstream media, while everything is going on, they're like, no, we, we cannot be, you know, xenophobic. We can't be this. We got to uh, hug a Chinese. We got to do this. And it's like, while this is going on, we have people worried about their fucking feelings. Like, this thing is contagious. Why worry about how people are feeling? You know, if they feel sick, that's one thing. But in this case, you have to say, fuck your feelings. We, not not to be prejudiced, but there are bigger fish to fry here. And even in the midst of, of this going, you know, going down, it was just people worrying about how people are feeling. Oh, we can't say coronavirus. We got to say COVID-19. YouTube and, and Google, they're demonetizing people for saying or mentioning coronavirus. It's insane. Like, if you say a word or, you know, words, you're getting demonetized. Your your videos won't get ads. You won't get paid for, for that video. It's gotten that bad that we 
it and misses us. We worry about offending people. We worried about saying the wrong words. Even the the World Health Organization, they were saying, "Oh, like we don't say coronavirus, don't say it's spreading of coronavirus, just say COVID nineteen." And it's like, really, instead of going on Twitter. And again, this is why they shouldn't have made Twitter. Going on Twitter and being like, oh, we're going to go on and say, don't say this word, don't say that word because it hurts our feelings. While people are getting sick, people are catching the people are catching the virus, it's going global and y'all worried about what to say and what not to say. It's worse as these pronouns that people are, are saying. Oh, he, he didn't, they didn't say my my correct pronoun. It's like, come on now. Like, the world right now, it's, 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 shit's going down. The last thing we need to worry about is pronouns. The last thing we need to worry about is not saying coronavirus. It's insanity that even when this is going on, we are essentially self-censoring ourselves. We're we're trying to coddle to you know to people's feelings at, at the expense of oh, let's not let's not uh, restrict travel to and from China because that'll be racist. That'll be xenophobic. And because of that, look, this is where we are now. Like, as they say, you're welcome. We're about people's feelings. We're about how people are feeling. And, and that's why things happen the way that they do. Instead of, hey, we need to uh, contain this. We need to lock this down. We need to restrict air travel. We need to close the borders. We need to... Uh, get a contingency plan out. Nope. We're just going to let everything go as normal. We're going to watch what we say. We're going to try not to offend people. And and there you go. That's what happens. So, you know, again, there you have it. And then we go to the United States of America. We have 3,499 cases confirmed. And out of those, we had 63 deaths. And we go to Canada. Just going around the world map. Canada has 250 cases with one death. Mexico, 41 cases, zero deaths. Let's see. Cuba, four cases. Uh, France, 4,513 cases. And 91 deaths. Spain, like Spain, France, Germany, Italy, especially that, that's the the epicenter. Uh, let's see, Norway, Sweden, uh, oh Finland, no deaths, but 244 total cases. Even Iceland, I'm like, wow, Iceland 
five deaths and 171 cases. Like Iceland. Insanity. But, hey, good news. Uh, just in total, let's see here. Just in, in the total deaths in Africa. So you got two in Egypt. Two in Egypt. One in Mor- Morocco. Three, five, four, five, seven. Seven. So seven deaths in total in Africa, but you have 110 cases, you have 48 cases, you have. 28 cases, 24, 51 in South Africa. Like, it's, it's, they contain it because, of course, you know, very, uh, very to themselves, which is good. You, you gotta, you gotta have that. This is what happens when we're with, with the speed of air travel and, of course, with all the social, political, uh, biases where we gotta be inviting we got to have all the borders open and ah like that that wall that Trump was building yeah, don't seem like a bad idea <laughs> but border uh, border protection you know closing on the borders having security at your borders is not a bad thing I don't get the stigma where oh it's it's bad like we gotta let people in and and that's why you had the migrant crisis you know that's why you have people jumping over the border that's why I have murders uh being committed you know at the border and they slip in into into other countries you know that's why. When Russia, let's go to Russia. Russia, uh, one was one of the proactive countries, because when they, when people were flying back from you know from Italy, you know, back to Russia, and other parts of you know the EU and whatnot, they contained it. The six three cases. No one died. There were no deaths reported in you know in Russia, which you know is good because they they contained it. They everyone that was sick they they locked them down, um, and they recovered. People recovered, and no one really talks about that. No one really talks about the people that recovered. And you you were here on social media. Oh, we don't care about the people that recovered. Oh, like it's we're all gonna die, and it's like this 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 level of negativity. It's just this this prophecy of doom. Like, oh, we're gonna die. It's just this defeatist attitude that I don't I don't get. I don't like about our culture or lack of culture in today's society. And I'm just like, hmm. This is why, first of all, we can't have nice things. And this is why, like, as, again, as a society, we have no backbone. Because we're all about doom and gloom. Just the way, like, uh, with social media. A lot of depression is up. 
you know, teenagers are depressed, overall depression, suicide rates are up because people see on social media the the level just everyone's best moments, edited moments, Photoshop moments, filter moments, whatever on display. And people there are people who think, Oh, like that person's living their best life every day. Yeah, they probably are. But guess what? Even those people have rough days. Even those people, you don't know what's going on behind the doors. You don't know what's going on. So we cannot judge people just based on what we see on social media. We cannot. It's something that will cause you to basically want to blow your brains out. That It causes people to want to just you know, end it all because they assume that that person or those people are living that life every day. And yet some of those people or probably all those people, they're depressed. They gotta worry about bills. They gotta worry about what's gonna happen at the end of the month. They gotta worry about the a lot of things that we do. It's just that hey, they can get those those quick moments, take a picture and post it on social media to get likes. And hey, there's people who who generally who who want to show, you know, how how's their week been or what they're doing, but there are others who who have a self projection. That's why when you see all this is going on, and people are are just being dismissive, oh, we're gonna die, or oh, we die, we die. And the other part of my rant I want to get to before I, I go into you know a couple of like quick articles. few years ago, this uh, company, Disney, Marvel, you know them, uh, they released a movie uh, called Avengers Infinity War. Good movie, by the way. It was my favorite because, you know, the, the villain won. And everyone was, like, shocked. Even the kids, they were like just in shock. Some of them were crying. Good because it's real life. The, the the good guy doesn't always win, and it was something different for the movie to end on. Because usually you had the superhero save the day. Everyone is happy. Everyone is, you know, drinking, relaxing, having fun. You know, having ice cream. I want ice cream, but I can't. It's too late for ice cream. Well, it's never too late for pancakes, but it's too late for ice cream. Uh, However, you have, you know, when what Thanos was saying made a lot of sense, and it did, but of course, minus the genocide part, I don't agree with. There were people who were like, oh, man, Thanos was right. Uh, Too many people... We got to, you know, we need to have balance, this, that, and the other, and even to the point where they wanted to die. Like, they were wishing for the big snap to happen, and this is what me, uh, you know, Rome himself and Agent Neil were talking about. Like, I was like, yeah, like, there are people not so long ago that was talking about, oh, we, you know, like, fuck it. It was like wanting to die. And of course, people could be kidding. People could be fucking around. But they were just 
people who really meant it. People that were like, I, I really mean it. I was like, oof. And then now, a few years later, in 2020, the new decade, this decade's not, it's, it's shit right now. But things will get better. And now people are just like, like, oh my God, we're going to die. We're going to, it's like, where were you? Like, what happened to all those guys, all those, you know, uh, all those people, you know, men, women, even some children were wanting, you know, the, the big snap to happen. But of course, it's all fun and games until it's at the front of your doorstep. And this is why when I see people, you know, talk the big talk, you know, the ones that be talking about, oh, like, I'm I'm tough, but you have, like, five, six other, other dudes behind you, you know, and that's when you talk tough. But when it's time to scrap down, you're not, you know, you're not really about it. It's the same thing with a lot of these people when it comes to all, like, they were mad because World War Three didn't happen. You know, now this. So now that people are actually dying from this, it's like, oh my God, like it's it's really real. It's like, it's, it's on our doorstep. And this is something that alarms me because there's just people who, who talk a big talk that I all want to end it all, but then when it, it comes down to it, they don't want to do it. They're not really about it. They're just doing it. They're just doing it all for the intention. They're doing it all to, to get a rise out of people. It's all to to just for social media, to get some, some points on social media. And, hey, I love the memes. Don't get me wrong. When it comes to Thanos and, you know, Infinity War, uh, one of my favorite uh you know, comic book, you know, comic books, you know, but people, just people need to understand, like, it's, uh, it's all fun and games, it's a thin line, and it's just, I don't know, it's it's just, uh, there's a lot of hypocrisy, it's a lot of backtracking, backpedaling, and I can say this. You know, I was one of the ones that said, oh, like, it's just the flu. And the reason why I said that, because I was just so, not, not like, angry or pissed off. I was just like, like, guys, calm down. Things are going to be okay. The best thing to do is be prepared, is to be ready. You cannot go on living life like it's over, like game over. Like, you, you're going in with a defeatist attitude. You cannot do that. When you do that, you lost. You, you mentally are defeated. And that's what these people want, is these people that are saying, like, Ron Emanuel, oh, we, we must not let a good crisis go to waste because it gives us an opportunity to do things that we normally couldn't do, quote-unquote. And I'm just here, like, you're just playing into their hands. You're playing right into their hands. And the sense that things, of course, are beyond our control. But there's just a lot of a, a lot of mechanisms that are on play that people don't 
know that they don't understand because there's just so into the whole frenzy of panic buying and 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 just you know going you know just going ham it's like guys calm down just calm down like things you know could or can get worse but as long as you guys are prepared all you can do is just water the storm that's it all right so before i go i'm just gonna go by some quick uh quick tidbits so like i mentioned earlier uh i live in the new york area i know other other parts of the world excuse me other parts of the united states well other parts of the world too they initiated lockdowns italy's on lockdown they even consider they even there were even talks about uh forgiving well not forgiving but suspending mortgage payments because hey like every, everything's on lockdown how are you going to pay your mortgage if you can't go to work and of course you have people here in the united states saying oh like we should get this and that for free and just like Who's going to pay the bill later on? There's eventually someone has to pay. But people rather not be dumb. They rather someone else foot the bill. And eventually we all pay. Uh, but here, uh, New York City has been locked down. Uh, schools uh, will be closed for the next two weeks, I believe. Uh, uh, Corey Johnson joins call for New York City shutdown in face of coronavirus. Uh, just read it quickly. Uh, City Council Speaker Corey Johnson uh, on Sunday joined the call for a shutdown of non-essential services across New York to fight the coronavirus. A position he held less than a week ago as the situation has spiraled. All non-essential services must be closed, including bars, restaurants, said Johnson in a statement. We should keep essential like grocery stores, bodegas, pharmacies, and banks open, continued Johnson. And restaurants can make deliveries, should be able to stay open, provide their release service for New Yorkers. So, hey, DoorDash, Uber Eats, you know, I'm still upset because every time I order something, they forget part of my order or they take too long and by the time they get here it's cold and you know they do that so that way you can you're basically waiting for a long time and then you just get mad and you just cancel the order and then they're all free food and they try to sell it we know all the tricks it's, it's nothing it ain't nothing new it's it's already like child's play at this point so that's why I just try to cook my own food or I just get my food from somewhere reliable. You know, and hey, they spend my food, I don't know. You know, you, you can kind of tell, but you can't kind of tell. Anyways, getting, getting off tangent. And just going to read a little bit uh, further. Uh, the call mark a stark change, of course, from a statement Johnson released on Wednesday, in which I am not calling for New York City to be shut down. Of course, they... When things get bad, that's when they retract. They say, oh, okay, we got to do this. But before, oh, no, no, we got to go as normal, this, that, and the other. 
And since the number, going back to the article, of confirmed cases across the five boroughs has surged to 329, City Comptroller Scott Stringer on Sunday issued his own call for a large-scale city shutdown, and Mayor de Blasio has, uh, has admitted uh, mewling such a stop. Because, of course, de Blasio is, like, he's de Blasio. Like, what, well, what else I could say? Y'all probably already are thinking about it and saying it. I don't have to say it. But he did finally close down city school. So it's like the the last minute. This is what I mean. Oh, like we, we, we must not budge. We must not falter. Sometimes you got to take an L so that way bigger L's can be avoided. You know? But with all this all, we got to be steadfast and... Also with the whole, uh, oh, we got to, you know, hug a Chinese. We got to do this and that. We got to, we can't suspend flights because that will be wrong. That will be xenophobic and whatever. You can't do, you can't do that because now the whole world is taking a big L. 2020, we're, we're three months in 2020 and we have taken the most gigantic L ever. And because we didn't want to take the small L's, we didn't want to just suspend flights, we didn't want to contain this while it was still, you know, contained in, in one part of the world. But we know what it is. Uh, and one more, one more section. Johnson on Sunday additionally called for measures to keep both small businesses and individuals, New York, above water until the worst. Of the contagion passes. Businesses have costs that need to be covered no matter what. Rent, utilities, loan payments, insurance, and taxes, he said. We need to help them stay afloat. Well, of course. Because like people think, oh, it's just two weeks. But it's a lot of time. Like, that's a lot of time for a lot of these small businesses. And you know how it is in New York City. Like, even... Having a uh, business in New York City is it's costly. So imagine paying property taxes and and and, and uh, insurance and loan payments and rent utility. It's like all these fucking taxes. That's why people are just they're just packing up. They're leaving the city, you know, because it's, it's too expensive to live. It's too expensive to have a business, you know. But. Let's go to another article. Something, something I wanted to talk about here. Let's see. Oh, well, you know, uh, I watched some posts because all these. Uh, let's see. Try Wall Street Journal. Let's see, Putin's president for life plan. The Russian dictator, of course, <laughs> Russian dictator is preparing to remain in power uh, well into his 80s. Let's see here. Uh, these, I'll just read this paragraph here because all these uh, new sites have uh, paywalls behind them. No, f- go figure. Uh, it will be very disturbing in return to return to the situation in the mid 1980s. Russian President Vladimir Putin said in January, with the leaders in the state one by one staying in power until the end of their 
their days. He was right. He was right at the time. But now this week, Mr. Putin nonetheless cleared the way to rule Russia past his thirty eighty third birthday. No one, no one anywhere is surprised. <laughs> so uh, yeah, like basically, let's go here. The law per. Uh, prohibits anyone from ever being elected to the presidency for a third term, third consecutive term. In all, three individual three individuals have served for presidency spanning six full terms. In May 2012, Vladimir Putin became the fourth president. He was re-elected in March 2018 and inaugurated in May to a six-year term. Uh, term length, six, six years, one consecutive re-election. So let's see. Uh, let's go here. Please, no paywall. Excellent. Uh, Putin will be Russia's president for life. From foreignpolicy.com. Shouts to them. No, no paywalls. Uh, the question of what comes next for Vladimir Putin after his current presidential term expires in 2024 has been a central questioning dividing Russian politics. Uh, the looming deadline has led to months of theories and speculation about how Putin will chart the country's political future by exploring various ways to stay in power or slowly transition away from the Kremlin. On Tuesday, that future became a little bit clearer and what, uh, excuse me, clearer when a series of uh, choreographed political moves and Russia's parliament set the stage for a long-term leader to serve as country's president for another 16 years. The proposal, which was passed by the state Duna, Russia's lower, ho- lower house of parliament, opens the door for a 64-year Putin, and he doesn't look a day over 45, who has already ruled for more than 20 years to serve as many as two more six-year terms, potentially ending his rule over Russia to extending his rule, excuse me, over Russia to 2036, 2036, when he will be 83 years old. The Russian president is required by the Constitution to step down in 2024 when his second sequential presidential term ends. But the motion and expense unexpectedly proposed in Parliament on Tuesday what that would amend the Constitution in a way that will reset Putin's presidential term count back to zero. So they're basically doing their, you know, doing redo. They're hitting redo. Uh, let's go read this last paragraph here. Uh, Putin has already endorsed the amendment, but he said the legislation must be first approved by a Russian constitutional court, which largely is formally given the country's uh, tightly controlled politics. Forthcoming ruling from uh, the Congress part of a wider set of changes to Russia, Russia's constitution that will be put into national vote, scheduled for April 22nd, and define the country's trajectory for decades to come. So, yeah. So, they want to... He strategically is trying to be president for the rest of his life and he he is 67 years old right now so he wants essentially you know playing chess to be president for life to to get 
to enact what he wants to do for the country. Hey, you may not agree. Uh, it is, um, there is some, well, it is troubling. And of course, no one's talking about this because everyone's on the, the whole corona bit. And rightfully so, because really nothing else matters. But it does help to pay attention to what, what else is going on in the world. And even, and you know, in other news, uh, there are talks that Iran is accusing the United States of, you know, causing this outbreak. You know, and you got to understand before, you know, before I, I close this out, it's just crazy how, you know, with the whole implementation of, uh, you know, Homeland Security and the TSA and all this stuff, it, it, it's kind of weird that we haven't had any uh, acts of terror with uh you know, with aircraft and the whole thing with uh, Bin Laden, but then it was actually Saddam, but then it was actually uh, Bin Laden again. It was actually, it's just, uh, just a loop-de-loop. And we just build dictators so that way if they ever, you know, cross that line, we can just, you know, take them out and, and paint them as, as the villain and have someone to chase for the next like decade or so. So now that they run out, they they can't bring out Ob- uh, Bin Laden no more. He's dead. Um, they they already you know Obama took him out because they need you know he was he was running dry. It's like being a dead horse. They can't do with Saddam. They could do they can't do it with uh, Gaddafi uh, and all the other. Uh, people that they have in power or uh, people that were brought. So now any any crisis was man-made or accidental, they will not let a crisis go to waste. You know? So even though there's, there's been no acts of terror, you know, with... Uh, with uh, airplanes and all that they instill control slowly but surely they're still in control uh surveillance you know uh phones tap the data the data is uh being read and we're all we all got used to it over time at first like oh how can i do this blah 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 but, oh let's fight terrorism it's okay let's catch those terrorists and now it's like it's normal. It's normalcy. Oh, we we know that they're um, they're looking into our data. You know, our phones are basically uh, just portable uh, listening devices. You know, the portable. You know, could just tap in. You know, read our messages. Like this. That's what I'm worried about. Is what comes next after this. Rather, if more control comes out of this and we just become used to, we it just becomes a regular part of life. So I just want you guys to think about that. You know, yeah, we can be, we have to be concerned about this regardless because it's killing people. But at the same time, this, this level of alarmness and also nonchalant and 
panic buying, you know, all on all sides. Like we need to relax. You know, we need to relax. We need to get serious. We need to get real. At the same time, we just got to continue living life. You know, because we, we cannot live, you know, we cannot live by living in fear because then you're not living. We just got to do what we can to prepare, uh, be vigilant. And if you're not feeling well, stay home. If you have to work from home, do it. You know, don't be that that macho guy. Oh, I'm I'm macho, whatever the fuck. Like, no. If you're not feeling well, stay home. You know. And uh, oh, I f- forgot to mention this. You know, like before I uh, called us a night, I got my PC fixed. New power supply. Got a good deal for it too. Uh, upgraded uh, the hard drive. So now things should be much more zippier, have more storage. And it's just about this. It's just about, and you can probably hear the hum, you know, it's on. Because one of the reasons why I got this PC is so that way I can uh, edit, of course. But while I'm doing my podcast, I can have, uh, I can pull up articles. I can pull up links. I can pull up things to read. Um, and I don't have to have my other, you know, my other laptop. I just have a desktop. Nice desk. Uh, beautiful setup. But, uh, yeah, like, I'm just glad it's, it's fixed. Uh, you know, it took a, little, uh, took a little bit of a hit. But I figured, you know what? It's an investment. Uh, down the line, I will get my investment back. And if not, hey, I got a nice computer that I can I can use for a lot of pro projects, things like that. So, I'm, I'm we just gotta like things suck right now, but hey, I'm 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 happy that I'm able to do what I love doing and is doing this. So yeah, I went over twenty one minutes, thirty eight, thirty nine, forty seconds. Longer than I thought, but it's just a lot of things that had to be said. So I'm going to end it here. Please, 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 you know, ice cream with uh, sugar on top with uh, all the good acid sugar on top. Of course, ice cream with sugar and, and milk. It's it's, uh, it's 324 in the morning, guys. But please, with whipped cream on top. With uh, sprinkles, you gotta put the sprinkles in there. Oh, I gotta get some ice cream soon, very soon, Ruben. Very soon. Uh, if you like what you heard, please consider going on wherever you listen to your pot to this podcast. If it's uh, uh, if it's Apple Podcasts, if it's Google Play Music, if it's Spotify, if it's Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, anywhere, drop a comment, uh, give me some input, give me some feedback, uh, rate it, let me know how, I, how I've done, if you think I'm good, if you think I'm, I'm whack, if you think I'm garbage, let me know, like, I can take it, you know, yeah, it will, it will sting, just like when you, uh, 
you yank a hair or you pull a band-aid, it's going to sting. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm I'm immune. Like It's going to sting. But after a while, hmm, that's it. That's per, that's a person's opinion. If they don't like it, that's that's their opinion. But I want to improve. So any feedback will be great. Uh, I'm on those um, on those platforms: you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, SoundCloud. You know the epicenter of uh, of uh, my podcast. I'm, I'm on everything. So. Pick your poison. My podcast, my website for my podcast, it hasn't been updated due to you know just me being busy and whatnot. So it's uh, I'm getting back. I'm getting back into the guru things, but you know you can still visit and check it out. RoomPrimeTV.com. Again, that is RoomPrimeTV.com. Lastly, I'm on the social medias. Yeah, I talk about Twitter and how much of a cesspool it is. But if you don't jump into the abyss, you won't become the abyss. But if you just get a lawn chair and you're at least a few miles away from it and you have, you know, a telescope, you can see the abyss without becoming the abyss. That's just my logic of it. But I'm on there. I'm on the Twitter at Room Crime TV, I'm on Instagram. Uh, it's, it's my Instagram's been dead. At Room Prime TV, uh, Facebook group that's that's you know been in a hiatus, trying to condense everything so I don't I'm not all over the place, spread myself too thin. But I'm on there. Uh, the the page is Room Prime TV podcast. Again, that is. Room Prime TV podcast for the Facebook page. And uh, I guess that's it. You know, shout outs to, you know, all my friends, supporters, family. Uh, shout outs to Rome himself, Agent Neil. Shout outs to uh, the Former Boys podcast, Drew Yari, uh, the HSC crew. You know, shout outs to, you know, all my coworkers, you know who you are. I listen to this. Thank you, thank you. Try to get this out, you know, as soon as I can. Uh, it's like almost three thirty in the morning, but I figure, you know, I might might do this more often. Uh, since it's it's quiet, everyone's asleep. Um, not that many vehicles, you know, roaming at three in the morning. You know, two in the morning. So. I may, this may be the norm. Um, so yeah, like again, guys, appreciate it. I'm getting a little, getting the, the sleepy, feeling sleepy. So man, I got the sleepy voice. Uh, but yeah, love you. Please stay safe. If you are not feeling well, if you're not feeling 100%, stay home. If you know, you got to work from home, do it. If you have to go out, you know, Again, stay home, but for the, for those who have to work, stay safe out there. Uh, have your hand sanitizer on deck. Make sure you wash your hands, wear a mask, glove, whatever. Whatever makes you feel safe, whatever makes you feel secure. But just be careful out there. Don't, don't, don't let the hype uh, make you fear living 
It's just, for now, this is a part of life for the next few weeks, few months or so. And so we can do just live our lives. Uh, just be careful. You know, uh, take precautions to, and be proactive and, you know, taking care of yourselves and, you know, check up on your loved ones, especially the ones who have underlying conditions. So, again, thank you guys. Be safe. You know, it's a new week. If you guys are staying home, definitely, you know, tune into my other, my other content. If you guys are at work on your way to, to work, on your way to, you know, wherever you have to be, again, be safe. Listen to me for an hour and 30. Listen to my other stuff. But enough rambling, because I'm like literally falling asleep on the microphone here. Good night, guys. Be safe. Stop buying a toy, please. Save some for everyone else.